Hi there. <laughs> Hi there, everyone. Solar here. And um, this is actually the very first podcast that I do starting off the anchor career, you know, a little bit more, a little more exciting than usual, honestly. And to the fact that all the topics I'm going to be doing here is going to be more than just gaming. But even though I love games, I love music. And honestly, I love just everything that has to do with the two categories. But of course, I'm going to start it off with, you know, gaming and music, but there's a little bit more topics that I've been wanting to go off to, like, you know, to the side. But we'll get to that a little bit more later. But when it comes to gaming, there's a little topic that I've been wanting to talk about for, like, the longest time, which is the topic of MMORPGs, which I'm pretty sure a lot of people do remember back in the day. And these topics, like, have to go to my greatest my greatest games of all time when I was, you know, growing up as a kid. These games, I'm pretty sure, well, some maybe, you know, very familiar to all of you. These games were Toontown. These games were Pirates of the Caribbean Online. And you have, you know, the most infamous of all that everyone knows about. And I think there's been more than enough videos and more than enough, you could say, cringiest moments of all time. But there's always been something more than... That attachment that you just can't let go, which is of Club Penguin. Now, these games, unfortunately, shut down because, well, Toontown, Pirates, and Club Penguin, they shut down, I believe, towards the time, I believe, what what was it again? I'd have to, I'd have to look up the topic again. But they shut down, unfortunately, I believe it was for the production of Star Wars, if I'm not mistaken. But because of that, um... These games, they were producing they were producing a lot of fan base. And the fact that they decided to just shut down like that, it really just made everything go... Hold on one second. Uh, that's weird. Never had Google give me that problem before. But let me fix this, and then I'll go back to the topic. Very sorry about this. Google is very much trolling me right now. Okay. And so, it comes to that, that these games, they, they had an impact on us. And I'm pretty sure a lot of us maybe have tried to play the originals of back then. And gaming has now, you know, turned into the world of... It was it was started off as loot boxes in which a lot of people were not interested in. You know, a lot of people didn't want loot boxes and a lot of people, they did like them because you were able to get, you know, a little gamble was in, intrigued by a lot of people because they wanted a chance of maybe getting something rare, something legendary, maybe grinding it out a little bit more to get what you wanted. But at the same time, it was a low cost, low reward type of system. Because you would grind out so much and do so, so very, you would grind so much and gain very little. Another example that I would like to do for for that, which is another topic, going back to then, going going back to the MMORPGs. MMOR, MMORPGs have always been a really, really killer, I want to say killer game, just genre for the longest time. You had games that, that like, impacted hours and invested more than days and you know more than days of grinding on your character and i want to talk about like world of warcraft also is a great example i used to play a little bit of world of warcraft but i wasn't too huge on it but um 
it's it's the great it's the great topic of how grinding isn't as fun as it used to be it seems like it is but it's not too much that you don't see too many games now where you grind as much as you used to with MMORPGs. And for me, for, I, I used to love that. I used to love getting on my account for, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean or Toontown and doing these little side quests and being, you know, part with your friends. That, that's what made it memorable. Being able to connect with a bunch of people at the same time and do stuff together, such as doing quests, doing missions, doing, you know, certain activities, mini games together. It's just like it... it grew a bond you grew a lot of a lot of um i want to say friendship over this a lot of just interaction with each other and the fact that you're not able to do that as much as you used to anymore such as you have like call of duty where you do kind of just work together to kill the other the other enemy team but it's not as fun as long as you're making it for content creation of course that's when it's fun but i'm talking about the typical gaming where you just gather with a couple friends and then you go get together and you actually do do the missions together you actually try to beat the most impossible boss of all time i'm talking about like co-op missions also like halo where you just you know you're, you're killing a bunch of ais and you, you might even kill the boss like tartarus or stuff like that i'm getting off topic but i'm just all over the place it's uh <laughs> but i really hope you're getting the general idea like mmorpgs of being able to interact with people that gaming has not been at where it used to be and where it should be, in my opinion, where it should be. Um, it, it's just everyone is against each other is what it feels like to me. Like the gaming isn't just together anymore. It's just I want to kill you, you kill me, and I want to... I just want to be the best is what it feels like to me. Games like, you know, Overwatch, Call of Duty, and... I want to say halo halo isn't really that much really like isn't really that popular as it used to be but like games like that like destiny it's, all these games are too competitive to the point where no one's interacting with each other to be you know to have fun to actually communicate to actually just actually enjoy the game without raging at each other i've never seen two people go at it at an mmorpg over the gameplay yeah, there's drama, but that was that's what made it a little bit more. I want to say more. It made it more realistic. You're able to bring in outside emotions, uh, like when you're playing, and bring them into re, you know into a, a virtual reality, um, which is in the game. Of course, you you bring your own emotion into it, and it felt like you were a part of the game. It's not like where. You know, where you just play the game and that's it. Where you just, you know, mind your mindset, oh, I need to kill the other enemy team to get my score streaks. Or I need to kill the enemy team to just win and show them that I, you know, I kick ass or stuff like that. It's just, it, it's never gone to the point where you think, like, being the best at killing AIs makes you an impossible or makes you a badass, you know, like... It was to the point where you were like, you know, where you get with friends and they're like, oh my god, he's overpowered. He look how look how strong he's killing these AIs and stuff like that. But now it's become to the point where I need you to carry me because you're really good and you have a high rank. And you're just, you know, I want you to carry me because you're just you're just that good. MMORPGs had that little flaw when it came to PvP. And there's another topic I want to get to PvP in that's gonna be like 
another game that I've been playing for a while, not anymore, that I did used to play, that I used to play, sorry, for, I want to say, six to five years. And this game meant the world to me, and that's going to be after I start talking about what happened to Toontown and what happened to what happened to um, Club Penguin and Pirates of the Caribbean. And it, it shut down for, I believe, like I was saying, for Star Wars production. And honestly, I honestly couldn't, I couldn't agree for their decision because they could have meant, they could have been going strong. Because, you, you know, you still have all these other games like World of Warcraft, which is actually slowly dying, but they made their years over the time to still be one of the most enjoyable MMORPGs that people cannot let go. There's always going to be those people that still play the game. And yes, a lot of the kids grow up, but maybe they're still going to play. And it's it's something you can't let go sometimes. And I want to say that, you know, it's for me, the decisions to letting go and shutting down these three games over one movie, which I know there is a lot of people that love Star Wars. I'm like, I, I totally respect that. And I'm not a huge, huge Star Wars fan. I do, I do like it. I don't hate it. But I just, you know, it's not something I get super into, but it's something I don't agree with to shut down three childhood, I want to say childhood attached games for certain people, mostly because they, they use these games to escape reality. And I saw a lot of my, a lot of my all offline or online virtual friends, they, they were upset. And of course, it's hard for something that you love love a love a lot to just suddenly disappear and it leaves a lot of people just you know saddened by the situation that we use these you know we use games even it doesn't even have to be the games of like what happened back of with with toontown and pirates and and club penguin it's just the fact that these games hosted millions and thousands of players and or thousands to millions and a lot of these people were crushed we use games as a reality to escape the world. And I'll be honest, I was using that for a huge excuse for a long time. We see stuff in the world that scare us. We see stuff in the world that freak us out. We see stuff that we just don't want to see again. We want to escape reality and we use these tools and we use these games to escape it. And to me, that's not bad at all. We enjoy a game. We love it. We want to get at it. We want to not be a part of the world. Because why? These everything that happens is it's meaningless to me, in fact, that a lot of these problems we can't do anything about it. Or it can be family problems, you know? Like family problems they stress us out. And I can agree with you. There's stuff there's times where at the moment I just lost my job with Amazon. Fortunately seasonal. I was hoping, you know, for stuff for things to go my way. And I could be stressed out. I'm stressed out and there's stuff or moments where I just wish I could do more. But that's when, you know, there's hope. There's new hope that comes to us as to escape reality. And for us, for us older adults, it's a little bit more different. I would love to use games to escape reality, but unfortunately, I can't. I can't, but I could, but I can't. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> if I had things going for me more better course i could you know i would start playing my you know i would start playing games but i want to escape reality and right now anchor right now is my to escape reality 
and talking to friends. But when we were younger, you know, if there's any little, like, you know, teens just listening to this, you know, 15, 14, you use, we use things to escape reality. And if this is a, if you're listening to our game topics and you can express yourself with games, exactly. We can use games to escape everything that makes us fear things. And honestly, I couldn't, I couldn't just disagree with anyone when they tell me I'm just trying to escape reality because it's more, more than just relatable and understandable because we just don't want to be a part of the fear anymore. And it's, it's a great feeling, honestly. It is a great feeling to not have to worry about anything. And I, I just don't agree with anyone that doesn't see it that way. If they were to see in every other daily life, what they use to escape reality could be their phones. You know, they use their phones to not worry about anyone around them and they're stress-free for literally the whole time they're looking at it. And then back to the topic of the MMORPGs, these games, they escaped people from reality. And I see that as literally a new world. It's a new world we can discover together. And that's why virtual reality is coming and it's it is coming it's already here but mmorpgs were literally to me the first type of virtual reality that needed a better closer look at they needed to come and have its time to not be taken down so easily and being able to be be more part of the game the top franchises of today which is i believe survival fortnite is taking over by storm but slowly dying down is what i see see it happening a little bit to me personally i don't like the game i do like it but then i don't it's like an off and on thing but when it comes to certain genres i, I can be a little bit more retro and i'm very sorry i'm just kind of repositioning myself if you did hear some noise and about to charge my phone <laughs> very sorry about that but see a lot of games have come to being pop culturalized and that's not really what it used to be. It, it might have. I mean, I have seen that Call of Duty was very pop culturalized, like very, like, you know, during its time. And everyone was like, oh, you got the new Call of Duty. It's like, no, man, I got the new Halo, even Halo at its new time. You know, and there was always a, like a little back to back fight between Halo and Call of Duty. And I agree that these games were literally the top pinnacle of of Xbox and, you know, and PlayStation but then it comes to the point where these games, they, they actually did have a little bit more more of a feel to it. And it's not what it used to be. And sadly, it's because nobody, like everyone has moved on. Literally, everyone has moved on from, not, I, wanna, I don't want to say first person shooters, because everyone still loves Call of Duty 4. I've seen that. But everyone's more on the topic of, I want to say... It seems right now just, I don't want to just say Fortnite because not everyone loves Fortnite. And I don't want to speak for everyone because that's not the point and that's not, what I, that's not what I stand for. It's more to the fact that that a lot of things in gaming isn't what it used to be. And a lot of people do use Fortnite as also as a way to escape reality too. And it just, it, it's kind of like a comparison. If you were to take Fortnite away, how many people would just lose their minds? It wasn't a huge controversy before the MMORPGs, mostly because the voice the voice of it was just, it was falling behind. And a lot of people didn't know how to really express, them, just express their opinion during that time. And 
your voice is way stronger than what it used to be back in 29 like 2029 and 2009 and people can literally just use instagram and facebook and just publicize everything on youtube and it was harder back then for you know to use your voice to keep something alive and when it came to these games like everyone lost their just you know they they lost their their feels for it after all these new games started coming out but it it just kind of sucks when you like when you love something so much and it just disappears and another thing is like you just don't know exactly how to keep it keep it alive i want to say and Fortnite, who knows how long it will live on for and how long it will stay but seeing that how popular it still is and what they're doing to it now it could have some major effects it could but um there's still more things i want to talk about for example i was comparing i was comparing what was i comparing <laughs> i was comparing give me a second to collect my thoughts here okay yeah, yeah there we go there we go it's just okay so yeah you do have moments where it doesn't feel like the game is isn't re- isn't like the experience to work together isn't really there anymore to work together to beat and kill AIs, you want to say? Or just finish boss battles and do raids together. I've seen videos on World of Warcraft when it came to defeating the Lich King. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate to this. Like, where destroying the Lich King was like taking crap on God or something. Or literally just destroying God and... Or the devil. Let's just compare the devil, not God. Let's. It's like you're shitting on the devil, or you're just literally just you. You made the greatest accomplishment in the game. Just destroying the Lich King just was like a war that that's just been won over the century. That it took millions or thousands of years to accomplish, and the one you know the one dark warrior, the god of death, is finally gone. He's dead, and you were able to destroy him, but he 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 can never be actually killed. Whoever whoever wears a crown, oh no, I believe the lore is there must always be a lich king, and his soul lives in the crown. So I'm pretty sure they they uh, I don't know what they do to the crown, but defeating the lich king is like the most impossible feat you could do. And I'm trying to compare that to how can you compare that to the games of now? Like, you're telling me, like, maybe Destiny with the raid bosses. I've never actually really played too much Destiny, but maybe Destiny could be the same thing. But not a lot of people are interactive with Destiny anymore. Maybe because of the updates, maybe because of nurse buffs. Who knows? But a lot of people that I know, they don't like Destiny. But that game requires a lot of people to work together, I believe. It's not just competitive multiplayer and everyone against each other. And that's what it seems like everyone is into these days. And to me, that it's just it doesn't feel doesn't feel the same it doesn't feel like gaming it feels just like like i said everyone's just against each other and i do love competition i do love games where there's competition and you're able to team up with friends together and to me it sucks that you you don't have a chance to really work that well together without getting maybe deleted in a couple seconds maybe you two can be really really good let's say in halo Oh my god, I am so sorry. Okay. I did not mean to burp there. 
let's say like for example in fortnite not halo in fortnite yeah you can work together but there's times where even if you build really really high i have seen that team fights in a 2v2 don't last way too much either one of the teammates maybe may get deleted it just depends on the player and the you know i'm talking about the generic the generic team uh, the generic public player no i don't want to talk about pros like you know like like tifu or ninja or you know um what other pros are there (laughs) uh i forget their names but we'll, we'll get into that more later on and um yeah i'm not talking about like the pros like like them too but i'm talking about like the gen the 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 new players or the new players or the intermediate players or we're not talking about pro players because they can actually you know work together but you can get to that point and it's possible to get to that point to be able to work together as long as you can but most of these team fights they don't last longer than i want to say 20 seconds or less than that you just see team fights going on and one teammate gets melted and you it, it's so hard to throw out communication out there without one teammate already just leaving the fray and he's gone and in, I want to say in games like, you know, in MMORPGs, you're able to keep your teammates alive, sustain them, and you're both a part of the gameplay for even hours. You can be a part of the gameplay for, ev- for as many hours as you want if it takes that long. And even if they die, there's ways to bring them back to life. There's always ways to revive them. And most of the time, when you fall in Fortnite, you're not getting back up. It's possible, but you're not going to be a part of the fight again. Like, the only time you maybe maybe be able to get back into the fight maybe as in mid mid fight for a 3v3 and one of your teammates picks you up but um or 4v4 but in a 2v2 you're gonna see moments where you're never gonna get back up only when the fight is over maybe that guy you know magically 1v2 is a whole team and the other guy's still on the floor waiting to get picked up and it all depends on him if he's able to survive the fight or just die and to me that's just like man yeah, you have to be good to be able to survive the two v two team fight. But he doesn't get to be he doesn't get to be a part of the fight if he's gone. You know, he's already down. Well, and that to me, there's no fun to that. I'm like, I'm waiting on one person to be able to be back up and play. And if I don't, I'm out of the game forever. Just like uh, I like the concept of the game, and I know it's survival, but at the same time, it's just kind of like uh, it's not fun. <laughs> it's literally not fun to me. And and I know that you know the the bis the the basic answer is just don't play Fortnite if I don't like it and then I really don't play Fortnite, but the point is the topic is to talk about what I think about the game and my experience for it, and there's so many things that 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 are wrong about every game, not any game will be perfect and I understand that, and Fortnite to me the flaws of it is, there's barely enough team communication there's barely enough team you know gameplay. Team plays can be really efficient by like building in in ways maybe that to to stop an opponent and maybe just you know like stop them from being able to build in a certain direction and one of them drops down and shoots them and you know one edits the you know the the, the roof and they both sandwich they can both sandwich him or they both can just get him from top and mid stuff like that and that that could work it really can I do see there is team play potential in the game. I don't deny that there is, but to me personally, when I see the general public, the team fights do not last longer than 20 seconds or less, I want to say, and, or it could be 30, but that's, that's just how I see it. And of course the, the team fights can, can last for a long time if the players are good. And I know I understand that too, but yeah, like I'm saying, the game does not last long. It really doesn't. And 
back to MMORPGs, this genre, you're able to stay in the fight because there's there's tools, there's abilities that, able, that are able to heal your teammates back to the fight. And it's very efficient because in games like, for example, the game that I've been talking about that I loved with literally all my passion is Wizard 101. This game has affected me for over, since I was like 14, I want to say up to when I was 17, uh, 17, 18. It lasted for five years and the game is still going, but it's just not the same to me anymore because like I said, in in a way you just grow apart from it because the, the game isn't really popularized. I guess you want it, the game needs to be popularized to be able to experience something with, with friends and I use the game to be able to play with friends. We all have reasons for MMORPGs and that's, that's what makes an MMORPG to me is to be able to enjoy company with friends and be able to do things with friends and the pvp was amazing i love the pvp about it but here's the topic like when you were able to do so much stuff with your friends like cooperate with them in in fights you're able to last the entire the entire fight with both of your life and you can heal your teammate as much times as you want during the whole entire fight and you can be more strategic you can be more like more I want to say more skilled. There, there's a lot of skill to the game, and I, and so with Fortnite, you have to be very skilled to be really good at building. You have to be really skilled at aiming and be able to outmaneuver your your team or your your enemy in building as well. So yeah, there's there's skill in both games, but there's a lot a lot of more team communication. There's a lot more team team uh, interaction with each other, being able to heal each other, being able to shield each other, being able to buff each other up to. To create a super super powerful attack, and in Fortnite, adding those mechanics will literally just be called broken. It's like, oh, you know, give me a damage buff. That that'll make me, you know, that that'll give me, or that that'll make us a team. But no, and anything in Fortnite, what I realize, anything is considered broken if you give yourself, if you give the enemy an, an advantage. But that also gives you an advantage. So what's broken? What's what's more broken here, the player or the ability? When you have it yourself. So it doesn't make any sense. Like, you can't really call something broken when you can't use it yourself, in a way. Like, I want to say for Overwatch right now, I was getting a buff and nerfs. But it's the worst, to me, it is the worst nerfs of all time. The And the worst nerf, all of the buffs are nerfs. That's how I see it. Like, when you add buffs and nerfs to a game like Fortnite, everything is considered a nerf. There's no buff. There's no nerf. And everything affects it in a negative way that everyone starts complaining. But you never really see that for MMORPGs. You would nerf something in an MMORPG, but it balanced, It was still balanced enough to keep playing the game and nothing would be affected. And they, they were good at balancing things, and it's all because of the developers. Of course, it's, everything has to do with a developer. But at the same time, there's, there's only so much that they could do to an ability in an MMORPG that makes it balance either way. And doing enough more scale damage to an ability, or let's say for Wizard 101 it was a card, if you were to buff it a little bit more, then you were still able to sustain yourself because you had so much armor and you had so much, like, there was resistance in the game and you're able to defend yourself even more and make it more challenging for yourself. The only thing that I do agree that ruins games in a way is critical shots when your your attack gets doubled. And that's what happened in Wizard 101. I believe critical did ruin the game. There was not that much skill because once you get a critical, you win the game. You didn't win the game, but you did double the damage. 
there was enough to break the game for low, lower levels to get critical. They had pets and these abilities. That That's something I would call broken. Are these pets that you could use in, in PvP? But at the same time, that's a different topic. That's player versus player. But in Fortnite, there's no, there is story, but it's just not interactive enough. It just it, It's pretty interactive, but it's they, they weren't able to make it like that fun. It doesn't you don't get the grasp of the feeling for me there's not that much grasp. You don't hear that much talk of Save the World. There might be YouTube videos, sure, but you don't see them ever talking about it. Like, oh, Save the World. And if they do make Save the World content, you want people they have people, a lot of people complaining. It's like, oh no, we want, you know, battle royale content, but battle royale content is more fighting and you know, fighting each other and there's no there's not that much interaction between teammates is what I'm trying to say. And it just doesn't feel the same between comparison. And when it comes to MMORPGs, like I was saying, you can keep each other alive forever. And you can both be alive. And you wanted to make sure your teammate stayed alive. Or he didn't get any of the rewards. Or he wasn't able to complete the mission. He wasn't able to complete the quest. There's so many negatives and pros and cons. But I'm trying to tell you everything that I feel and what I think. And when it comes to that, you want to keep your teammates always there with you and you feel like if they if you let them die they're like oh he didn't care about what he didn't care about me at all like i wanted to you know i want him to get the rewards i wanted to actually succeed in you know leveling up that account or finishing that mission there was more grinding to it it felt like a real grind to me and i really miss that feeling of mmorpgs and if they were to add it to you know where if they were to make it more in a way where it's not pay to win, I see a lot of MMORPGs that are just literally pay to win. These these go to mobile apps such as like Lineage Two, where everyone was just like literally you see nothing but ads on Lineage Two. It's not the same, literally not the same. The best type of MMORPGs that I cannot stress enough was on one where you paid monthly payments. It was like wasn't even that much, like nine bucks, ten bucks, twenty dollars to get, you know, maybe two months or stuff like that like or you can get a year membership i agree i believe and it wasn't even it's not bad at all getting a year membership for all of this freaking great content is worth so much more than constantly constantly having to pay an app just to get stronger in the game but it's never gonna happen because everyone else is trying to do the same thing that's how they monetize that's how they no not monetize that's how they monopoly in a way to where they stack a bunch of money to get out of you because everyone is trying to surpass everybody and it's not going to happen you might be able to surpass him and you will but he's going to keep fighting too and paying more money to be stronger than you and that's literally where i draw the line with games i cannot i cannot see myself just making people pay if i was if i was an app developer and if i was a game developer i cannot me see myself trying to force people to pay to get stronger it's sad to me and i literally do not respect any of these game developers that do that i want to see people have fun i want to see people succeed and even if i don't get money out of it i don't care it's like i want people to have fun and the content costs money i, I understand that to make it and Small fees. I don't even, you know, I wouldn't even want a lot if I were to make a game. I want people to enjoy the game and we'll, we'll have supporters along the way. And it's more better for people to enjoy the game 
than to waste their whole life savings on it. And that's just sad. And a lot of game developers don't give a crap. And that's where I see, that's where I draw the line with like games in general, just pay to win. It's just sad. And that's what I'm trying to tell you with MMORPGs. It's just a waste of time now, literally on these, on these games that you see on the phone, MMORPGs have become a waste of time and it's not, it's not engaging. It's not fun and it can be fun, but you got to be top tier wallet warrior literally top tier one wallet warrior and it, it's just sad to me and i just want to say that mmorpg to me was literally the best type of genre when it was in early tw- like early 2000 2002 2003 up to around the era of like world of warcraft that's and runescape people will always remember runescape they made a new game of runescape which i actually might get into i would love to do you know um I would love to do live streams on it too. That's for another topic and another time. But see what I mean? That RuneScape and all these MMORPGs, they were monthly subscriptions, I believe. I don't know about RuneScape. I haven't played it too much to know if it was a monthly subscription. Most of these games, all three of them, they all had significant value when it came to paying for subscriptions for them. And you got a lot of reward for it. You paid what you wanted. You pay what you get. You pay to do all these missions to get really cool gags. You paid all these missions to get really cool swords. You don't have to pay for these swords. You just pay a $10 subscription for one month. That was it. I love subscriptions for a month to get all of the content that you can want. Literally all the content you can want. And there's no there's no limit of what you can use. Even if you ran out of like money. No. Even if you ran out of, of your subscription, you're still able to use all this stuff that you have. And the only disadvantage of it was that you can't level up. But let's say you're max level already. What do you need a subscription for? And to me, that's that's amazing. And app developers don't need, or game developers don't need them to keep constantly, you know, begging them to make, to, they, they won't really need much complaint from, they're not going to get complaints from them because they're already max level and they're enjoying the game. But yeah, they're not going to get money from them, but what's the point? You're, you're still generating more money, even though it, that they're not, even paying for it like they're not even a loss they're having a great time and at some point they're gonna want to get another subscription to play with friends it's just kind of like the bond is always there the friendship is always there the the interactions will always be there and that's what brings people together and it's i love games like that and it, it doesn't have to be about the money honestly and i know it costs money to create and update and all that stuff but What's the whole point of that if your if your fan base isn't entertained and if your fan base isn't having a good time? And that's that's probably where I'm gonna end it here. And I really hope everyone can see what I mean, see my views, and it's nothing to bash on anyone, but only the only thing I just don't like is when companies take advantage of people. And I hope everyone can understand that. And uh, I just want to thank you all for listening and thank you so much for tuning in if you actually well it's not live i actually do would love to do live podcasts <laughs> but i i i appreciate anyone that just that uh opened up and started listening to this and enjoy the rest of your night morning wherever you're at and uh see you on the next one